Coming up, Karis LeVert helped get a win in his Cavs debut, and the Bulls hit on all cylinders on the road. This is Locked On Now NBA. The biggest games, the best performances, expert analysis. You are locked on now. What's going on, everybody? You are listening to Locked On Now NBA, local experts with your biggest stories on the hardwood. I'm your host, Daniela Bruce, and thank you for making Locked On Now your first listen every weekday. Our Locked On NBA hosts are here to help break down everything from the night in basketball. Two of the best in the West faced off in Utah last night in our biggest game. The biggest game. The Utah Jazz and the Golden State Warriors faced off in a battle of Western Conference powers and the hometown Jazz stopped the Warriors' win streak with what our Locked On Jazz hosts called maybe the team's best performance of the season. David Locke recaps Utah's victory. In what was arguably their most complete performance of the season, the Utah Jazz beat the Golden State Warriors to win their fourth straight and end the Warriors' nine-game win streak. David Locke of Locked on Jazz with you. The Jazz did everything right tonight other than start the first and third quarters. In fact, the Warriors outscored the Jazz in the first and third quarters 21 to nothing, meaning the Jazz outscored the Warriors the rest of the night 111 to 64. The Jazz tonight hit 17 threes. They had balanced scoring. Their bench was dominant over the Golden State Warriors bench for the third time this year. The Jazz kept Steph Curry quiet, who had just 16 points on 5 of 13 shooting. Donovan Mitchell looked at a triple-double with 14 points, 10 rebounds, and 8 assists. But the Jazz got brilliant play from Hassan Whiteside tonight. 17 rebounds and 7 block shots. He was Jazz were plus 35 when Whiteside was on the floor. For more on the Jazz best performance of the season, go to Locked On Jazz and the Locked On Podcast Network. The Toronto Raptors took hold of the lead early and got an easy win over the Thunder in OKC on Wednesday. Our Locked On Raptors host goes over the seventh win in a row for Toronto. Make it seven. Sean Woodley here from Locked On Raptors to break down the Toronto Raptors 117-98 win over a very bad Oklahoma City Thunder team in OKC on Wednesday night. It was a cruise control win for the Raptors and honestly a kind of refreshing style of game as a lot of their recent games have been super close. There have been a lot of crunch time minutes played by this team and it was nice to see them dispatch of a annoying but ultimately not very threatening Thunder team in this one. The big star performance for the Raptors, Pascal Siakam, 27 points, 16 boards, 5 assists on 13 of 17 shooting. Just an unbelievable effort once again from for a guy who's been playing like a top 12 player in the NBA really since like December 1st when he got healthy and fully up to speed after returning uh, midway through November from a shoulder injury. And I I think an interesting part of this game is the fact that he played 40 minutes despite it being a blowout for the most of the way. And it does really kind of tell you what the tale for this Raptors team is going into the deadline tomorrow. They're good. They're winning a lot of games. They've won seven straight, holding on to the sixth seed in the Eastern Conference, but they're still really, really thin beyond their excellent starting five and a couple of reliable bench bigs and Chris Boucher and Precious Achua. After that, it's really, really anybody's guess as to who gets into these games. It's been Delano Banton and Kem Birch lately, but it's not enough. And they need a little bit more off the bench. And they have this Goran Dragic plus whatever, whether it's two second rounders, a first rounder, one second rounder, Malachi Flynn, 
you know, all of the above, all in one package. They've been floating it around reportedly across the league. And if they can, by tomorrow's deadline, turn Drogic into somebody who can help this bench and fill out the rotation just a little bit more so guys like Siakam don't have to play 40 minutes every night, that's going to go a long way to ensuring this Raptors winning streak is actually sustainable going into the stretch run. I will have more broken down about this game and the plans ahead of the deadline on tomorrow morning's episode of Locked on Raptors, so be sure to tune in. Karis LeVert played his first game for the Cleveland Cavaliers last night and showed off why the Cavs traded for him en route to a win over the Spurs. Our Locked On Cavs host tells you how the newcomer fared in his first game as a home player in Cleveland. Hey everyone, Evan Damerell here, co-host of Locked On Cavs at Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse after the Cleveland Cavaliers 105-92 win over the San Antonio Spurs. Recently acquired Cavs swingman Karis LeVert made his Cleveland debut tonight and didn't disappoint with 11 points, 2 boards, and 1 steal. LeVert provided a little bit of everything, including a much-anticipated rally with lob to Jared Allen, just like they used to do in Brooklyn, and after the game, Darius Garland called him the missing piece. Jimmy Bickerstaff still thinks this team has some things to figure out, but it's starting to feel like more and more that this Cavs team could be a contender in the Eastern Conference. Hear about this and more on tomorrow's Locked On Cavs part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Coming up, the Bulls take care of the Hornets on the road and the Lakers lose to a fragmented Blazers roster. This is Locked On Now NBA. This is the time of year where everybody starts to give up on their New Year's resolutions, but this year you don't have to. You can continue eating healthy. Thanks to Built Bar, you will actually enjoy it. And if you haven't tried the Built Bar Puffs yet, you are missing out on one of the best tasting bars. It's the first ever protein infused marshmallow. They're fluffy, they're marshmallowy, and they're not just a protein bar. They're a treat and they're covered in 100% real chocolate. In fact, all Built Bars are covered in 100% real chocolate and most Built Bars contain 100 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. You compare that to a candy bar, which usually contains 240 calories, 30 grams of sugar, and dozens of net carbs. You have so many flavors that you can choose from with Built Bar. You can have mint brownie, coconut, coconut almond, and new this month, white chocolate cookies and cream. They're all delicious and new flavors are coming out all the time. Don't miss out on our exclusive offer. Go to built.com and use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your order. Again, that's built.com using promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off your order. Welcome back to Locked On Now NBA. I'm Daniela Bruce, and thank you for making Locked On Now your first listen every day. The Bulls star shone bright last night as Chicago picked up a win in Charlotte. Let's go around the league. The Bulls' big three came out to play in Charlotte last night, led by their MVP candidate, who is on his hottest streak of the season. With all the details, our Locked On Bulls host checks in post-game. What's up, Bulls Nation? Matt Beck here from Locked On Bulls with your post-game takeaway. The Bulls get a much-needed bounce-back win, 121-109 the final over the Hornets tonight, and the Bulls' big three got it done. Zach Levine had 27 points. Nikola Vucevic almost a triple-double with 18, 15 boards and eight dimes, really showcasing his underrated passing ability through that painted area. But DeMar DeRozan is the biggest story. 36 points tonight. It's his fourth straight 30-point game for the Bulls, his 17th. 30-point game for the Bulls this season. And at age 32, DeMar DeRozan continues to display that beautiful mastery of the mid-range game. Not quite a lost art just yet. 
For a full breakdown of this Bulls win over the Hornets, check out our Thursday episode of Locked On Bulls with me and my guy, Big Dave. Locked On Bulls, your team every day. The Los Angeles Lakers spiral continues as we head into the trade deadline on Thursday. L.A. lost to a Portland team that is still waiting on newly acquired players to get into town. Locked On Lakers tries to figure out where Los Angeles goes from here. <sighs> this is Andy Kamenetsky, co-host of Locked On Lakers podcast, and the Lakers lose 107-105. To the Blazers in Portland, a team that is currently down to Anthony Simons, Yusef Nurkic, and a bunch of dudes who've barely met. Uh, the, the Blazers still have not received all their players from the C.J. McCollum deal, but they did have a bunch of guys who took the game seriously, and the Lakers in the meantime were just mired in pure incompetence, whether you're talking about the 21 turnovers, which led to 28 points for Portland, 58 points in the paint for the Blazers, 46% for the Lakers at the line just bad energy listless body language uh they looked like a team that was torn between not really wanting to be there and not knowing what to do while they were there uh you didn't have russell westbrook to kick around in this game he did not play due to back issue as james worthy uh hall of fame laker great said afterwards on the uh, spectrum Sportsnet coverage Kind of out of words to describe what's going on right now. But we haven't run out of words for Locked on Lakers. So make sure that you are subscribing to the Locked on Lakers YouTube channel and that you are making Locked on Lakers your first listen wherever you get your podcasts. Monte Sabonis debuted for the Sacramento Kings last night after they got him from the Pacers. And he helped pick up a win over the Timberwolves in front of a home crowd in his debut. Locked on Kings has the recap. You see this? I'm smiling again watching Sacramento Kings basketball. The Fox and the Ox era gets started with a bang. De'Aaron Fox and DeMontis Sabonis leading the Sacramento Kings to a win over the Minnesota Timberwolves. A comeback win after an ugly start where this team looked like they had not played together at all. And the defense was still a struggle. The Kings come back, have a massive second quarter, followed by a massive run in the fourth quarter. Kings getting out in transition. De'Aaron Fox looks both overjoyed and refreshed to be able to play with an all-star big man for the first time in his career. There was an awesome moment in the fourth quarter after Sabonis was fouled attacking the basket from a nice feed from Fox, where Sabonis and Fox had a invigorated high five in front of all the cameras. And the Golden 1 Center was alive again. Kings fans, it doesn't take much to get us excited here in the California capital. This fan base is so starved for good basketball, so ready to turn a playoff roster here into heroes that you could just see a glimpse of what this fan base is ready to do if this pair of Fox and Halliburton, this Fox and the Ox core is finally ready to bring the Kings out of it. Now, it's just one game. They have a long way to go before we're talking play-in, let alone playoffs, but it's off to a good start. It's exciting. It breathes life back into the Sacramento Kings and the city of Sacramento a little bit. I had fun watching a Kings game for the first time in quite a while. Join me on tomorrow's Locked on Kings podcast, where not only will we break down this game, we will talk about the trade deadline. There's already a podcast out today where I was joined by Tony East of Locked on Pacers to talk about the Fox and Sabonis duo. It's all right there for you. I hope you'll enjoy it. The Kings win meant that the Timberwolves' five-game winning streak came to an end last night. Minnesota had a shot at the end, but our Locked On Wolves host breaks down how the team fell apart down the stretch. Ben Beacon with Locked On Wolves here. The Timberwolves' five-game winning streak is no more. It was snapped on 
Wednesday night against the Sacramento Kings and what ultimately was a 13 point loss. This was a close game. In fact, it was tied with just a few minutes to play, but the Timberwolves completely folded down the stretch. Carlton Towns, D'Angelo Russell and Anthony Edwards all ended up with solid lines. They all scored at least 20 points. Uh, and, and they were really, really good up until the final couple of minutes of this game. The Wolves' offensive execution was miserable down the stretch. D'Angelo Russell and Carl Anthony Towns both missed easy shots they should have made when this was a one- or two-possession game, and the Kings put this thing away at the free-throw line and uh, with aggressiveness in the paint. Demonis Sabonis made his Kings debut and was a monster in this game, 22-14, and 14, 30 points from Harrison Barnes and 27 from De'Aaron Fox as the Timberwolves' defense continues to struggle at the point of attack, this is now, even though the Wolves have been winning, they've been beating inferior teams like Detroit, Sacramento. The uh, the defense has been terrible. And this was, uh, I mean, giving up 132 points to the Kings on the second night of a back-to-back is not going to get it done. And now the Timberwolves have a much tougher game on Friday against the Chicago Bulls. We're going to talk about this one, key takeaways, and uh, what the Wolves need to do differently here in the next couple games moving forward. All upcoming on the show tonight on Locked On Wolves. And that's all today for Locked On Now NBA. Thank you again for making Locked On Now your first listen every weekday. And now that you're done here, make sure your second listens are Locked On NBA and your team's local Locked On podcast. I'm Daniela Bruce, and this has been Locked On Now.